Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Lori. Hey, Julia. Oh, Josh, and we don't have Grant today because yeah. uh, he's got some symptoms and he needs to... to the Arthur said... Go on and test yourself. Yeah, <laughs> go test yourself. Yes, yeah, Grant's Grant's taking a taking the the night off for tonight, and Let's I'm see. back in the saddle with you guys for yeah. one one more one more round. All right, well, 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 yeah. yeah, maybe not one more round. We'll it, see. Depending on his test results. Yeah, TBD on that one. Okay, so. well, we were just talking about how Vin Scully had uh, passed away at the age of ninety five, and you know. Um, CBS Sunday Mornings did a story on him just a couple years ago and very active and kind of friends with a lot of our Hollywood 90-some-year-olds, yeah. Norman Lee, all those guys, yeah. you know. But a um, couple other people who are celebrating, Martha Stewart is 81 today, Martin Sheen is 82, and Grant posted Doesn't his life in pictures. Away? Martin when, Sheen? When oh. you look at the young Martin Sheen, he is so handsome. He almost has a James Dean Quality and in an interview not that long ago, he regretted that he changed his name um, from Estevez to yes. Sheen. Yes, I heard that. Based on you know his Hollywood agent was like, you're only going to get uh, you know uh, roles for um, Hispanic, Spanish, you know Latino, whatever. You're you'll get typecast. So he changed it to Sheen. But if you look at, I mean, he's been in. So many movies. I mean, he, I mean, of course, a lot of people like West Wing. Oh, was where they were like, oh, where that's, they first met him. That's where they might have first met yes, him. But he's but been around forever, forever, and he got his big break in Apop- Apocalypse Now, which was Francis Ford Coppola directed him in that, and um, and um, so, and he was completely. Creepy, and of course he was also in. Um, I can't remember. Do you remember? Was that he in movie? Wall Street? Apocalypse Now. Um, yes, I do. I think he could have been. Yeah, I, I think Apocalypse Now. Yes, I do remember that movie because it seemed like for a period of time, like for ten years, it was just one Vietnam movie after another. Coming home with Full Jane Fonda. Metal Jacket. Yes, Apocalypse yes, Now. Yes, it was just yes, there were many. Yes. Born on the Fourth of July with Tom Cruise. It just seems like that late seventies to. Uh, early nineties, there were just many, many, many. Uh, His IMDb page. How many is, credits? Oh, it's it's too many, Laurie. Yeah. It's just way too many. Yeah, um, and he won is... a SAG award one year uh, for West Wing, mm-hmm. and he's always been very politically active. He was in The Departed, so just kind of take a look at. He appeared in Grace and Frankie. You know, they were the, he was one of the couples, yes. the two, the couple that fell apart. And he was he was a Murphy Brown. Yeah, he's, he's just, been in everything. So happy. He's eighty one. He's eighty two. Martha's eighty one, and and Tony Bennett is ninety six. Wow. So, wow, a lot of birthdays there. Um, I tweeted the day. Yes, I didn't know I had one until I, I saw we, this tweet. Well, because we used to do favorite headline of the favorite, day. Yeah. Well, this 50- is my. 
Tweet the of the tweet? day. It goes to Dan Rather. Okay, what he say? Dan Rather. Like, you know, he's doing it like in quotations, like Dorothy is yes. saying this from the Wizard of Dorothy. Okay. We're not in Kansas anymore. Abortion rights voters. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, yeah. That that did. They, yeah. They want a big thing in Kansas. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. So anyway, he's just, uh, you know, I told you I have to follow. I have to look at three people's tweets every day. Lake Miss Superior. Lake Superior, Dan Rather, and Cher. And Cher. And sh- once in a while, you know, there's I throw in a fourth, but I, I three seems like enough. Just three? to check in every day. I love it. What's um, going on? Okay, well, tomorrow night's the big night, the Cap That's Video right. Festival. So we hope to see people there. Well, we have a beautiful night. I know we do. I um no reason for hot weather like no. yesterday. I did notice, you know, there were people that had their national night out parties yes. and sprinklers were going yeah. and would have been fun. But I mean, that can impact attendance when it is too hot, yeah. particularly well, for Minnesotans. Of course. Tomorrow, listen to our weather. It is going to be a, a high of 87, all pure blue sunshine and a low of 68. Love it. So you can't beat that. No, that's like perfect, perfect weather. And if you've never been before, guys, it's super fun. Um, it's super fun. Carol Burnett plays a character in Better Call Saul, where, and I'm not, this is not a spoiler, but uh, where where she appears in Better Call Saul, YouTube is around. You know, because that thing time travels, or okay. it just goes back and forth in time. She, her son has bought her a used computer and showed her YouTube and that you can just put in funny cat videos. Oh, how funny and is that? she's kind of, you know, not a very mobile person and uh-huh. is stuck at home a lot. And that's just one of her, the little storylines is the, her absolute delight at watching funny cat videos. And they made it just kind of be a part of the storyline. She's, I think she's in, uh, well, she's been in two episodes so far and there's only two more to go. And I think she'll be in one more based on... How they left it last night, but there she is just sitting at the kitchen table. Look at honey, you can put in funny cat videos. They're funny. So Maisie, who's the kitty... Our kitty mascot. Kitty mascot, but she has a name. Is really... Yeah. Princess? No. She has a name. What's her damn name? Um, mm-hmm. She's called that Spokes Kitty. Spokes Kitty. So I got a I got a text from her owner mm-hmm. that she is very excited about tomorrow night. Okay. She got a little concerned when um, the her owner made a big head of her, and she's like, "Who's that big head?" Oh my gosh, is but that a cute cat? It's it's a cute cat. So Maisie's already. Um, for tomorrow night to be the cat person, and she's gonna have buttons and some other Who things are gonna that? be. That huh? did we did the people that submitted that, it, and then there was a vote. Yes, yes. Oh, Lori, I love Lori. I know. Um, there is a website called My Talk One Hundred Seven. Well, I'm not Talk. eligible to win any prizes, so for sure I don't look at those emails. <laughs> you know. I'm signed up for them, but I know I'm not eligible, so I don't even bother. And I just took a picture. I was walking down the hall looking at some of our memory boards, and I there's this picture of Jason and Alexis, I think, at the very first Cat Video Festival. Oh, funny. That I was going to text to them and say, I'll see you kitties tomorrow night, but they look so cute. But we're all excited um, to see people tomorrow night, so that's going to be fun. And yeah. I'm glad it's going to be a good night, because last night I bet people would have been like, huh? But yes, I loved and, it. And a couple of years ago, we had a we really, had one night. Maybe that not it was, two years ago. Maybe it was 2019. It was super, super hot, and people were just like 
fainting. Coming in slower. Yes. And seeking out, because there is shade there. Yes, and it's such a fun place yeah. to be. So yeah. we're excited. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this hump day. It's Wednesday. Make your weekend plans right now. Right if now? you haven't already. The weekend starts today. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, so actually, I think, uh, Josh, you were here last Friday when the um, Will Smith did his um, hostage video <laughs> apology. Yeah. Um, I think it was I think it was Friday. And in the new issue of People magazine, as well as Variety and The Hollywood Reporter, they all have asked different um PR uh, experts and image consultants to right. weigh in on his, on, on his apology. Yes, and um, and so here's here's a couple of couple of things, and we're not going to replay the audio. You can see it on his YouTube and his Instagram. But it was a nearly six minute video that he posted last Friday, where he publicly apologized to Chris Rock and expressed remorse for slapping him on stage, and um, you know, uh, so here's a couple of different experts. So the one from People Magazine, this guy, he's a crisis manager, PR expert. He said, listen, the entertainment industry is very for- forgiving. Everybody gets a comeback or at least a try. Right. But this isn't going to happen for him old- overnight. And it hasn't happened with this video. He said that the video was too orchestrated. When you don't have someone interviewing you and there's no give and take, it comes across to people as less authentic. And then he brought up to People Magazine, but having a sit-down has its risks, too. And he brought up Prince Andrew doing Ex- the BBC exactly. interview. Um, but he said he thinks maybe Will and his people were going, let's test the waters to gauge public reaction. And the the responses have been mixed. I'd say it would be 50-50, where people were... I'm so sick of this guy. Yeah. And other people, you know, your true fans have never stopped loving you. These right. are sort of the two things. But he said, as far as getting back, this uh, this other guy, a senior media analyst, Jeff Beck, said, as far as getting back into the swing of things, we won't really know how the public reacts until he releases something right. new. And some of his stuff has been delayed. And he's eager to put it behind him. Even though he won't be eligible for a, a nomination, he's filmed a movie. I think it's called Emancipation. That's supposed to be very. That's good. supposed to be amazing. And of course, you know, Chris Rock has just made a few jokes. He's referred to him as Suge, Suge Knight or Suge Smith, and yeah, he doesn't need to go to the hospital for a paper cut. And um, here's what a licensed family therapist, Georgia Dow. Um, she did something for Men's Health, Lori. Mm-hmm. And here's what she says is that um, it's robotic. It's p- practice. I don't feel any emotions coming mm-hmm. through. I think for Will, this is a defense mechanism. But I think it takes away from the genuineness that we really need to see. The audience for this apology doesn't really seem to be Chris or his family. It seems to be Will Smith's fans. That's who he's talking to. It comes off more as a PR move than anything genuine, basically what you just said. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and there wasn't anything offensive no. that he said. And I genuinely, I was talking to my mom about it, I genuinely believe he feels horrible remorse. But, um, and, and you know, he, he, you know, I think what it, the biggest error is the style in which he delivered it. By having... 
um, himself ask himself no, questions. It was the intro text on the screen. Yeah. He didn't even say it. Oh, and the right. intro text said, it's been a minute. Yep. Over the last few months, I've been doing a lot of thinking and personal work. You asked a lot of fair questions that I wanted to take some time to answer. And even if it would have been more effective if he at least said that. But the fact that it showed up on a screen placard um, and then he just launched into answering the question rather abruptly. He he can't bring himself to eat humble pie by having it be this posed question Mm -hmm. that he's asking. It's in his voice, the text, because it's I, but he doesn't say it. And then he just abruptly goes into the answer. That was right away. You and I both were like, what? what? What's going on here? What is going on? And and then, um, you know, some PR wordsmith had to do that because that video gets off on the wrong foot right right there. Right. And it felt like somebody was turn, twisting his arm, making him sit in that. And it felt kind of rushed. And um, it didn't feel at all sincere, I guess, is the way it felt to a lot of you know, well, I felt that way. You didn't mm-hmm. feel that way. A lot of people were, we've had a lot of apologize, apologies, but we do have a new apology genre, which happened last week, which apologized to the mother. Camus, Cameron Bure <laughs> apologized <laughs> yes. to JoJo Siwa's mom. Right. Chris Rock apologized yes. to Chris Rock. That's true. Will Smith apologized. I love that, Lori. Yeah. They, we apologize to the moms. Yeah, That's it's a so new funny. genre of apology. That's funny. But um, then there's when he oddly says, why didn't you apologize to Chris Rock in your acceptance speech? Like he had, was having trouble reading the English language. Yeah. And it's that should have been a bad take snip on the cutting room floor. Beyond. Because uh, it felt so rushed. The, I think the production of it, it felt like it was a first draft. He just wanted to do it in one take, and that was all he was going to do it in. You know, the thing about it, Lori, is when you go back to the genuine part of it, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people that that throws you off is that I've reached out to Chris and he's not ready yet or something. He puts the onus on Chris. Yes, the ball's in his court. It's his court. And I felt, I feel like... Um, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It didn't it's, work here. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. We don't. It's like two separate things almost. You know, yeah. like it just doesn't work. Yeah. And I don't know. 
Like Boy. they did the one take of that, and then they got that tape out of there, and they left. And he's like, "Ooh, I did it!" But I mean, it was. Do you just... think Jada made him do it? No, I don't think because it was had... a Facebook release. I'm just asking. No, it was uh, Instagram. Oh, it was Insta? And, oh, okay. Insta, and then on his YouTube thing. No, I don't think so. But I think, um, you know, he he. He, he, he went to come. some kind of rehab. He went to an ashram, but mm-hmm. I think he spent a lot of this time at home meeting with his agents and his PR, but it, he just didn't feel like he was eating the, you know, the the humble pie that he needs to eat with Chris Rock. Right. You know, it's not necessarily, it just didn't come off well. He yeah. would have been better served waiting longer, waiting till after he talked to Chris, he's already maybe waited, having a sit down. He's already waited so long. It was no, what was the point well, of last week? he did his PR wordsmithing yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It, it's too bad that no, uh, that he was so filled with shame that as soon as he won the Oscar, if he, he just immediately just, man, I am so sorry. I mean, that would have been the time to have spoken oh. from your heart oh, about my gosh, all of that. I'm mortified. And not tell us, man, I was all fogged out. Yeah. I don't know if that means I'm high. I don't know what fogged out means, though. Maybe it was just on an adrenaline high. Well, it doesn't matter. Fogged out is the lazy word, and I can't even believe it got passed. Huh? It's an alibi. It sounds like an alibi. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there was a reason. Well, I was all fogged out. Uh... No, yeah. it was all fresh humiliation. You had Tyler. But he Harry. doesn't want to have to feel shame anymore. Well, that's you're going to always yeah. feel ashamed about that. Yeah. I and mean, you can forgive yourself for it. And that's what's between you and your therapy. But you're never going to feel good about it. We all have things we feel ashamed Absolutely. about. Absolutely. But you can forgive yourself, Will. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you should have listened to Denzel. He put in the part of the Denzel speech that he didn't. They'll come for you at your highest. The yeah. devil will come for you at your highest. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, there right. you go. Now well, we there. Can move on. <laughs> you give us some good couch. Time for Lori and Julia's. Last night was wonderful. Good couch. All right. We did get some good couch last night. There's only two shows on. Well, three shows on late night. Andy Cohen, Stephen Colbert, and Jimmy Fallon. Everybody yes. else is on vacation. Or, and they're playing reruns. Yeah, playing the old reruns. So um, Jimmy Fallon had do you, um, Josh, watch Stranger Things by any chance? I have not. You haven't? Okay. Well, so this guy, Jamie Bauer, he's he's in it, and he plays Henry Creel slash Vecna. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fourth season where he's like, we've got a picture of him posted. He's, he's a monster. He's right? like a monster. He's like yeah. a, like, remember when the human anatomy thing came to the oh, bodies? bodies? Yes. He looks like a scary skeletal body. Yes, he does. Okay. And, um, but he's like really a very oddly handsome man. He's six feet tall. He got his big break being in Sweeney Todd. He he sings and acts, okay? (laughs) He he kind of looks like him. He's darling. Isn't he darling? He's darling. So he's in the new movie that Kevin Costner's doing, which I think we knew was a green light at some point. He's 33 and six feet tall, and as far as I can tell, he's um, single. Okay, here, I'm going to just read something, Lori. (laughs) His mom is Rose, Rose Berry. A music manager. His dad is David Bauer, who works for Gibson Guitar. His four times maternal great grandfather was Sir John Campbell, the seventh baronet of Adermurchuren and the and the Ards. 
He's also the lead singer. His band is called Counterfeit. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's he's single. And, um, yeah, he's very cute. He Do we really, have any more audio from him? Is that it? That's all. Okay, he really that's is kind of cool looking. Yeah. yeah. We posted the viral photo of him. It takes him when he's as Vecna and people watch Stranger Things in the fourth season. You know, he really just looks like this scary human skeleton. Very scary looking. Um, but they have been posting or he posts on Instagram after they get him in costume, costume however long, you know, the yes. body makeup. Prosthetics. He poses like there's one of him leaning back posing with a Starbucks. Oh, funny! So well, there's a photo of him, but yeah, people are kind of. He's the great. He's the new. He's the new hot throb. Maybe. Well, I he's think kind of an interesting hot throb. Yes, hot, he is. Hot throb is a hot throb and a hottie. Yeah, it is a hot, it's a hot throb. throb. There you go. You've done another. <laughs> What's in your pants? Is that a hot throb? Yeah, right. <laughs> that is just or a hot pocket. Yes, I don't know what's going on over there. Oh my gosh. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this guy is really kind of interesting. But yeah, he had great rapport with Jimmy, and um, people like his music, I guess, and. Yeah, he's six foot. Fun. He's six feet tall. I like it. All yeah. right, so do you think you'll go into Stranger Things? Because we no. kind of quit after a while. I watched the first season, so and I. I would maybe watch like the fourth season that just ended. Is everyone, if, I, if I have time, because got so many other yeah, things I don't on know, the TV there, list. Yeah, there's too many other things, and I want to. I want to watch that one you told me about. Yes, yesterday. I watched Blackbird, two more. Or what's yeah. it called? Yeah. Blackbird? Uh-huh. Sure? I watched two more last night. It's on Apple Plus. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, Blackbird. Yeah, okay. Uh, because uh, our friend Sandy said, oh, the finale is Friday night. Oh, it is. Is she watching it? Yeah, she told me a couple weeks oh. ago to start watching this. It's intense. It's intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah. You know, just getting back to Tony Bennett for a minute, who's 96th birthday, uh, is today? It was a year ago tonight that he and Lady Gaga did that concert at Music Radio um, wow. City Music Hall and celebrated his 95th birthday. That was such I mean, a great think show. Of, think of people we know, and they're. St- I'm telling you, musicians, they live long. Well, it's performing, and according to People Magazine, Tony still vocalizes three times a week at his Manhattan apartment for friends and family because it's the one. Oh, it's the one thing, you know, because he's got, I don't know if he's music memory, but Alzheimer's is that what he does? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and he's like, yeah, 96 years old. And he's another one that not only besides the singing, he was a huge political activist marching and singing for Martin Luther King. And he's been a huge uh, philanthropist. Uh, He he uh, built the Frank Sinatra High School for the Arts in Queens with his wife, Susan. Oh, very cool. I know. Very cool. Very cool. All so, right. Well, listen, I want to break a little bit early because we have so much music news. And we're going to start with that the Beehive has been busy. No, it hasn't even been a week. Battling leakers, blogs, Khalees, Monica Lewinsky, Diane Warren. We're not done yet. Okay, if I don't hear this in the double white every other second, now we've got it on the radio. This is this is a great song by Beyonce. What's it called again? Summer Renaissance. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so good. Anyway, yeah. 
Beyonce, the beehive has been very, very, very busy battling leakers, bloggers, Khalees, Diane Warren, crying activists, and Monica Lewinsky. And the week isn't even over yet, but she has removed Khalees's um, interpolation from Milkshake, which was on her song Energy. And a guy by the name of Jared Germain did the hard work for us because, honest to goodness, You'd have to squint with your ears. To That's hear hard to do. The interpolation from Milkshake on this song. So she was one of the first people, the minute the album came That's out, right. she was one of the first people to raise her hand and say, This is BS. I didn't get a credit. She has a beef with Pharrell. Pharrell, but she thought Beyonce could have called her. But it, the reason she wasn't. Uh, First of all, she has no songwriting credit for Milkshake. That was originally written and produced for Britney Spears, and Britney turned that song down. Okay. It's like I'm a Slave for You was written for Janet Jackson, and she turned that down, and Britney did that one. And so, um, you know, that's her beef. But anyway, uh, Khalees was, like, very mad at Beyonce, and it's a la, la. La la, that's all it is. is that's, four la's? that's an interpolation. <laughs> you use four or five las. Okay, that's not a sample. Like in that summer renaissance, Donna Summer, I think is. Do it again because yeah. you're so good at that. La 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 <laughs> la la. She should be a singer. Mm-hmm. She should. Beyonce's series of las is now absent from um, uh, Energy, the track Energy, and um, despite being interpolated. Uh, Khalees was not credited as, as a writer of, a writer of energy like Pharrell was. Julia is so entertaining. Yeah, because she's I, not officially a writer or a producer of Milkshake. Her Neptune's collaborators, Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, are officially the composers and lyricists of Milkshake and therefore are co-writers of the original energy. Now Beyonce's website no longer lists Hugo and Williams as energy composers and the Milkshake interpolation of La 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 is no longer noted. It just that just and makes honestly, me. You had to squint your ears to hear it, right? And so, I like that new line. La, I'm going to squint my ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, but I really feel like Beyonce's doing that as a bleep. You, you made such a stink and smeared my name. Now da- nobody's getting paid. No, I, I and thought she does have a big beef with uh, Pharrell Khalees, and yep. uh, anyway, um, but and I. Then, People have been, you know, telling Monica Lewinsky to sit down and stop being Puxatani Phil or whatever that groundhog is to bring up a song from 2013. I mean, really? So, um, but yeah, that that was one of the things, though, I um, was blown away that Milkshake was originally produced and written for Britney Spears and she turned it down and um, and that, you know, uh, I'm a Slave for You was originally written for Janet Jackson and she turned it down. And then it became Britney. So it's always interesting. All I love. These songs. I always love hearing that. And who was supposed to star in it, but turned it down in the in the movies or something like. That. I love hearing that. So yeah. that kind of very much surprises me. That um, yeah, you know, Janet Jackson turned on. I'm a slave. For but you. maybe she didn't like the word slave. True. You true. Know, true. That she was like, yeah, I'm not singing any song with slave in it. Probably very true. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Well, what do you think about this? Because you just showed me the video with Mick Jagger. Oh, um, yeah. He was in Spain at a concert last night, and a woman was sitting on some guy's shoulders, took off her t-shirt, 
and was bouncing around, uh-huh. bare-breasted, and he just lifted up his T-shirt and flashed her. And flashed. Love it. I love it, love too. It. So he apparently was on, um, he's doing a BBC documentary series called My Life is a Rolling Stone. Oh, my gosh. And he's he claimed that he wasn't very conf- confident about his vocal capabilities. Basically, he doesn't think he has a great voice yeah. at all. But he says that isn't the only criteria for success. Um, he said a, having a distinguishable voice is advantageous since it helps you stand out from the competition, but he doesn't think his is very good. Mm-hmm. But um, they're also, Rolling Stones is everything. So the they have this documentary thing they're doing with the BBC. They're coming out with a book next year. Did you read that? Uh-uh. Oh, I want that. It's on the floor. Well, it's on I the floor that, over I here. hope we're going to be able to see the BBC doc here at some point. Yeah, I hope okay. so too. Well, you have to, yeah. I do have BBC America. I would have aired on that. Probably it's, it's here. The documentary series is My Life as a Rolling Stone. Okay. Your guy is there. He is there. How much does it cost? Who knows? At this point, streaming websites. At this point, you just have to check your um, credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Check my credit card and check my Xfinity bill. There you go to see how many new things that you've added, what to delete, all that kind of good stuff. That's it. That's it exactly. Maren Morris is going to be on Watch What Happens Live tonight. Oh my God! I love her. Get some tragic bangs. Oh, I didn't see her. I don't know why people sometimes talk someone who has a very round face, face into bangs. Into bangs, but yeah, she's on tour. I saw tour. I love her. I, I love, love her, her and her husband. I love. But them. I just was like, she's going to be growing those bangs out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. She's very, very, very happy. She never um, got through far on American Idol. She tried out in two thousand seven. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. She didn't get past the first round, and well, she that's said, "Why we didn't know?" I know. Like she's twelve in this picture with these bangs. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you think they're they're? She's so gorgeous. She, yeah, she's she's very beautiful, and I love Mary Morris, but I don't know about the bangs. The bangs I haven't seen him. All right, bangs, now I feel left out that I haven't seen him yet. It's, I'm having bangs it's, trauma it's for her. I. Okay, I am. It's just like when you break up with somebody and then you get cut bangs or you do oh, something drastic or just to her. Something get that drastic. horrible. Yeah, she's 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 got bang. She's giving me bangs trauma. If she loves, him, I okay, love it. Fine. I love it that she's giving you. Oh, she had such cute hair. I before. know. Okay, yeah. do you see what I mean about the bangs trauma? Yes. Oh boy. All right, I get it. But anyway, so she just said basically. Um, I think if I had made it through when I was 17, I would not have been ready for anything. It would have been too traumatic. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So I love that, that she lost in American Idol. When you think of, there's a lot of people on American Idol, not so much, yeah, that haven't made it through. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 Um, oh, oh. You know, yesterday was National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Yes, it was. And um, I don't know if you bothered to inform us. I didn't. Very disappointed right now in your randomness because oh. that seems like something that you would point out to people, especially my ice cream love. I know exactly. I but, pointed, yeah, sorry. Um, but anyway, Adidas also holds a Yeezy Day every year on August second due to um, whatever the amazing the, sales yeah. Yeezy is for the brand. I guess so. And Kanye West had a grown-up tantrum. We'll call it a mantrum, and um, it, on Yeezy's third year, which was yesterday, and he was very mad, 
and he decided to go on Instagram, which he hasn't gone on too too much lately. And here's what he wrote: He sent uh, a DM, um, or excuse me, an Instagram about this. Is what he said: Adidas made up the Easy Day idea without my approval, then went and brought back older styles without my approval. Went and hired a GM of Easy without my approval. Took talent on the production side and sprinkled them throughout Adidas originals without my approval. When I originally ordered Adidas to make more Yeezy slides, ordered Yeezy, the GM lied to my face, said they didn't have the capacity. And meanwhile, Adidas was copying my slides and making their own versions. Yeezy is 68% of Adidas that, online sales. God step in. And that's well, how he ended it. Oh okay, well, here's what they're saying is they're 15% of Adidas sales. Not it's, 68 No, that's online. So mm-hmm. maybe that's different. Want nearly $1.7 billion in revenue. And um, Kanye makes between 150 million and 200 million a year. Oh, okay. Well, God step in. I don't know about that, but Kanye's contract with Adidas runs through uh, 2026. Mm-hmm. I would like God to step in and have him stop making clump, clunky prison shower slides. Is what I'd like. Oh, you're so. Have you guys funny. seen those things? Those which ones? The chunky foam oh, shower yeah. slides. Nope. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. If any, if God's going to step in, step in with that. And let's get some better slides. You're so they're so they're so fog. Funny. The, mm. You're funny. You're funny. About well, that. the devil oh, works Kanye. hard, but you know some people work harder. I don't know if Chris Jenner still manages him, but she got him that contract. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, that's a ton of money. But I mean, he does make it. You know, like if some of that them. is true, I guess it depends on what's in his contract with. I would. I would agree. So I say, talk to your manager. He and Sylvester Stallone need to sit down and have a little, you know, kumbaya about how to keep their fingers away from Instagram and solve things through lawyers and agents, which they're already paying. Yeah, stop! And... Stop giving the public a reason to criticize you. Yeah, yes. Sly Stallone, yes. your your yes. career is impeccable, and don't don't just don't don't yeah. s- don't fall victim to that. I agree. Amen. Don't Josh. fall victim to that. Yeah, Lizzo's on top of the Billboard Hot 100, so she hasn't been that. Of course, that's the end of last week. We'll see what happens with this week. Who's what do you at think? Number one? Do you think Beyonce's going to top her? Well, Break My Soul moved up to number six, and I Like You is back in the top ten. The Post Malone and Doja, yeah, and um, yeah. So, but now she's passed. Um, she's. Uh, this is her second Hot 100. Truth Hurts had seven weeks in 2019. It, it depends on how many times people are going to keep taking dumps on Beyonce's new album because it seems like seems like she keeps having to go back to the drawing board and it's not helping these album sales. You know, <gasps> but I know, rolling. but there's so many good songs on oh, that yeah, album. Oh yeah, definitely. But now now everything's being retracted. They're like, oh, now we got to put this under a microscope. Now we got to put this under a microscope. Got to make sure these lyrics are yeah, not you know copyrighted. That's so. true. It happens. But it's kind of amazing that you can go in and just take out la, yeah, la, 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 yeah, la, la, la. And we're giving interp- away interpolation. We're, we're giving away tickets to One Republic, and they had a song, Counting Stars, that was on the Billboard Indeed. Hot 100 in 2014 for a lot of weeks. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we'll, we'll be back.